Howdy, everybody. This is the five minute crypto update for Monday, June 5th. Hope everyone had a lovely weekend. Today, we've got a ton to cover. I'll go over it faster than usual globalization, Web3 gaming, ETH metrics, Bitcoin halving, Bali, and more. Let's do this like Buddhists. As of this recording, Bitcoin's holding steady at 27,000. ETH is at 1880. It's a pretty boring market in general, unless you're playing meme coins. Big gainers over the last week include Ripple, Lido, Sandbox, Aptos, and Solana. On to the news. So just a little food for thought to open. I know a popular narrative that started during COVID was that the pandemic, lockdowns, rising U.S.-China tensions, supply chain issues, it would lead to a reversal in globalization. And I'm always looking for counter-narratives in places where the popular perception or the easy narrative doesn't quite measure up to facts. Well, there's this interesting article that I'll link to that shows that globalization is actually still continuing, albeit with a few tweaks. Um, And to quote from this article, exports as a share of GDP have leveled off in recent years while remaining near the all-time high. However, global flows of data and information are dramatically rising. Back to comments here, I feel like uh, AI is a great example of this, as well as crypto and blockchain. And to quote, roughly 20% of global economic output is exported. FDI flows equal just 6% of gross fixed capital formation. 7% of phone call minutes are international. And only 4% of people live outside of the countries where they were born. So just helps put into context how early we are in the uh, innings of globalization. We have an interesting table of ETH network gas usage, the types of activities that take up the most gas on ETH. The top was DEX trading at 26% of gas. Next at 12% was a tie between two things. One is NFT mints and the other is token transfers. This includes both ERC20 and stables. And just simple direct ETH transfers were only 6% of gas usage. Okay, now a fun thought experiment from Adriano Faria on Twitter. And he just looked at NVIDIA, which has had a huge pump recently off the AI narrative. They've got a PE of 214. And he just said, if ETH had the same PE, its price would be 7,200. You know, I talk about this on the podcast a lot. I think ETH has even more upside than NVIDIA. I think it's going to 10,000 in the next one to two bull cycles, uh, not investment advice. And as Adriano also points out, NVIDIA's yield is 0.04%, while ETH is yielding 6%. Next, from I am zero IKA on Twitter, he mentions eight compelling potential crypto narratives. Uh, just a few that stood out to me. One is tokenized real-world assets. Definitely think this is going to grow as more and more real-world assets like treasuries, like bonds, like real estate like stocks move onto the blockchain for cost efficiency, for tracking, and and for access to a more global market. He also mentions GambleFi and meme coins. And to quote, he says, for meme coins, funny logo leads to low value, leads to get rich overnight, leads to gambling. I think a lot of people mentally have just counted Axie Infinity out. But according to DAP Radar stats, it's still the top blockchain game by seven-day volume at $9.4 million. Second is TreasureDAO with its magic token and ecosystem. Third is Gods and Chain, which is essentially like magic on the blockchain, competitive card trading. And fourth is DeFi Kingdoms, which is a play-to-earn RPG that just incorporates a lot of DeFi elements 
yield farming, staking, and so forth. Another great piece from Jesse Myers, aka Creases BTC, on why he believes we've entered the early phases of a Bitcoin bull market. And he's a Bitcoin only guy, so this is just in the Bitcoin context. And I I do think that other analysts I respect, such as Bob Lucas, who I've mentioned before on the podcast, they tend to think we're in the early innings of a bull market as well. It feels to me the same. The indicators that Jesse mentions include cycle patterns, the two-year moving average, and this concept called market value to realize value, which is just the ratio between Bitcoin's current price and the price that each person bought Bitcoin at. So basically how in the money or out of the money, all the Bitcoin holders are. As Jesse himself says, history doesn't repeat itself, but it often rhymes. And it rhymes because humans behave in similar ways when exposed to the same set of conditions. According to BlockWorks, Bali is apparently warning tourists against using crypto for any forms of payment or they will face serious punishment. Apparently, crypto use has been rising, particularly in the tourist hotspot Seminyak. And the government, I guess, wants their tax. They want they want to be able to track what's going on. Indonesia right now, licensed entities are allowed to provide crypto trading, but crypto as a form of payment is still illegal. There's a new banger from Arthur Hayes talking about essentially TLDR is liquidity will continue to grow and it'll help our crypto bags. So to quote, The net effect of U.S. monetary policy is currently stimulative, and the money printer is churning out more and more fiat toilet paper. And remember, this happens because the Fed is raising rates to fight inflation. But if raising interest rates is actually increasing the money supply, then it follows that raising interest rates actually increases inflation. At the end of the article, he also predicts a few things will happen. One is that the U.S. debt ceiling will be raised, which has already happened. And the second is that inflation will bottom and then start ticking higher. I'm a little bit surprised by this prediction, but I do agree that we're not getting back to the uh, Fed's stated mandate of 2% inflation, even in those like really optimistic, massaged government statistics. I I believe that in order to inflate away the debt, real inflation will probably be around 5% for the foreseeable future. From the critics' perspective, we've got Molly White here. She does a long, sort of funny, sort of balanced takedown of the A16Z crypto presentation, which I've also mentioned in prior podcasts and on the blog. She just goes slide by slide and talks and shows how essentially crypto people are just eternal optimists, which we are. And to quote, if there's one thing that Andreessen Horowitz wants you to take away from their latest state of crypto report, it's that the crypto industry is still exciting and innovative, even though prices have crashed. Their bags are so very heavy, and they need new, greater fools onto whom they can offload them. I mean, in defense of A16Z, I think it's good always to read your critics and understand them. I mean, in defense of crypto, of that statement, you can apply it essentially to any industry. I mean, that's why investing exists, is because you think the price is going to go up, and at some point you will probably sell it or you'll use it as collateral to get a loan, which is essentially the same thing. Just a round out here, we have a great Bitcoin halving thread from DeFi Napkin. Uh, some takeaways, there have been three halvings uh, so far, 12, 16, and 20, and expected one in March, April 2024. The reward will drop from 6.25 to 3.125 Bitcoin. In 2012, the, the bull market driven by the halving lasted 13 months. There was a 90x increase. In 2016, it lasted 18 months. There was a 29x increase. And in 2020, it lasted 19 months for a 12x increase. 
And I think the bull market last time was pre- prematurely cut off by macroeconomic issues and geopolitics. So generally speaking, my takeaway is that each having driven bull market seems to last longer, but the peak returns are lower. Although we might be surprised by this next one, because I think there's a, a ton of global liquidity. People are realizing that inflation's here to stay. And as a result, the credit and bond markets are nowhere near as attractive as they used to be. Okay, that's it for today. All the links are in the show notes. You can follow at 2DGensPod on Twitter and subscribe for more. Let me know if you want to see the outro clips come back, uh, the curated podcast clips, and share any links and insights with me. Thanks a lot. Have a good day.